Leading Edge Medicine provides only general medical information. Since everyone's individual situation is unique, you should consult your own physician before taking any action related to your personal health. All content of this program is intended for general informational purposes only. Good morning and welcome to Leading Edge Medicine with Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umet. Leading Edge Medicine is sponsored by Longevity Medical Clinics and is devoted to helping you feel and function better tomorrow than you do today by providing the newest and most advanced medical care designed to improve both your body and your brain. Leading Edge Medicine will keep you informed regarding the very latest developments in science and medicine while highlighting some of the Northwest's most prominent physicians, all while helping you separate the science from the silly and the facts from the fiction. This is live call-in radio at its very best, giving you the opportunity to participate in the show. And now, here are your hosts for Leading Edge Medicine, Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umat, along with their co-host, Lynette Morgan. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Yes, what a day, huh? I was enjoying the sunrise, driving in today, and that <sighs> cool, cool, crisp fall day. Cool crisp. I was downright cold. Were you cold? I was cold. I was out <laughs> walking this morning in the frost. Of course, the sun wasn't up yet. It was okay. dark, dark on the trail, so I had Still my dark. little headlight on my on my fedora. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, I was, it was pretty, of course, you know, I just came in from Florida, so I was in Florida. Oh, that's right. That's it was, exactly. It was in the low eighties, and so I went from you know mid eighties to whatever was making that frost all over the trail this morning. Uh-huh. <laughs> that high, the low dew point apparently is what happens. Right. Uh, good morning, Leading Edge Medicine here in the studio, a full full group. We've got our whole team: uh, Doctor Jerry Mixon, Doctor Samira Umat. My name is Lynette, and we are excited to talk with you today. We are, wow, every week getting toward the end of 2022 and a new year ahead of us, which is pretty exciting, but we're like at the beginning of the holiday season. On, this is on. where I we're love it. We're not slowing down, though. We're, we're not. Full speed we're ahead. Fast train. <laughs> on the fast train. That's right. for so sure. Yeah. I wish this holiday season, though, could last a little bit longer, because this is my favorite, getting ready for it. Christmas, yeah. I know. Yeah. This I whole, was, you know, yeah. uh, right here. I was out last night and I saw all the Christmas decorations and stuff. I was like, I just love this time of the year. I do too. And I I just love it. I've noticed a lot of people putting their Christmas trees up early this year. Again, they started that during COVID, I think. People just needed a little extra joy. So they were putting them up, you know, early, early. And that's okay. Yeah, my daughter is rather distraught because we aren't going to be home for Christmas this year. Oh, you're not. Oh, that's right. We're going to be in Portugal. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. We're leaving the 17th or 18th, right as soon as she gets out of school. Okay. We're hopping a plane to Portugal for two weeks. Okay. Awesome. I've never been to Portugal before. Okay. So, yeah, so I understand that it's supposed to be in the 70s and sunny and so Wonderful and beautiful. It. I have friends right. there right well, now. Sounds good. Yep. Yeah. They're loving it. <laughs> They're loving it. So you'll I, come back in the new year then? Yeah, oh, yes. I'll okay. Be, I'll, be, so I'll she'll, be back for New Year's. Yeah. yeah. So she'll miss Christmas at home. She'll miss, and that's why she's on here. Oh, because she loves 
Christmas at home. She's got right. some friends that always come over Christmas morning, uh, and yeah. we always have a couple of gifts for them too. Aww. You know, so all the kids open their presents together and show off for each other, and you know, and the little girls are putting all all their new Christmas outfits. Okay, and, that's right. so sweet. Yeah, yes. so she's she's distraught that we are not going to be home for that. Yeah, Aww. yeah, it's understandable. There's something that's special right. about being in your own home on Christmas morning and the yeah. tree. Yeah. And, yes. you know. and I always enjoy it, but you know. Mm-hmm. With COVID, we have not done our customary travel. Okay, so making up for it. So, yes, so this week, you know, and the only, and with Ivory in school in the fifth grade, Mm -hmm. you know, there's there's limited opportunities for for going. That's right. You could pull them out a little earlier when they were younger, but as she's getting older and having more more responsibilities, the school she is in is academically very demanding. Yes, so taking an extra, you know. They're doing, they're doing, in the fifth grade, they're doing algebraic equations that I didn't handle till the 8th and ninth grade. Is, is that the math thing? Okay, the numbers. numbers. They are so funny. That's the one I graduated high school without. I see. Yeah. yeah. Yes, algebra. There was a scandal with a math teacher my senior year. Let me just say that. You involved in that? Uh, No, I was not. I thought we had a real racy story to share here. No, well, not for me. It was the it was the uh, the teacher. Yes, but I had doubled up on classes anyway, so I had way more credits than I needed. So they they let me out. But uh, the numbers thing was they like, released oh, yeah. you, huh? They yeah. released you early. Okay. Yeah. So my husband's a physics major, so he he takes all that and does all that stuff. I see. Okay. I work with smart people. That works. So that works. Let me give the phone number real quick, and then we'll get a quick update with what is going on in our world and close to home. Uh, here is the number if you would love to be one of the first callers in on the show today. The phone lines are wide open for you. 800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. And you could be one of the first ones here. We would love to talk to you. Okay, so Dr. Mixon, Dr. Umat, what is new? What's going on top of mind for people right now? Influenza and RSV. Yes, for sure. Okay, hospitals are finally getting swamped. Not with COVID. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's a little rise in COVID, but it's very small. Mm -hmm. It's, Mm -hmm. It's almost flat, you know. But the RSV and flu. Those are the biggest, wow. and they're hitting. They're hitting some states really, really hard. They are. You know, mm-hmm. Washington State is is getting its share, but nothing like California. Uh, the East Coast is just being pounded. Mm. Um, so, you know, it's. Uh, but interesting. Not COVID. Yeah, it's not wow. COVID. And then the flu vaccine. I haven't heard <clears throat> yet whether it's going to work this year or not, because normally we have to wait for a few months before we yes. know if they got it right or not. And I got mine. I, so I'm, I got I'm mine, to too. <laughs> I'm hoping I, it's working. Because <laughs> so I, I was expecting a, a resurgence of flu. We, yes. You know, the last two years, flu has been very, very low. Uh-huh. And usually if you get a few low years, you get a big one after that. Yeah, so. you do. Oh, wow. And I okay. usually wait a little longer before I get my flu shot. But this year, I was there, and you know they were offering it, and I said, "Okay, I'll just get it, yeah. get it over and done with." There you go. Yes, yes. So, so. you got it. Now, uh, flu and RSV. You don't think they'll use the mask as an excuse? So you know those two things. I wouldn't to be mask us up. Again. No, I wouldn't be shocked. Not at all. Okay. Uh, in fact, the American Academy of Pediatrics has uh, asked the White House to declare an RSV and flu emergency. Mm. And shut things down like they did mm. for uh, 
for COVID. Oh, really? Yeah. So American Academy of Pediatrics is a woke organization, mm-hmm. you know, and so all of these woke liberal docs want everybody shut down again. Mm. Any excuse, I guess. Mm. Mm. Wow. Um, yeah. So okay. my but you answer know, is if you want a mask, put it on. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of us, I'm not going to. I know. I know. <laughs> with with the clinic uh, as an exception, you do still have to wear your mask. You have in the to. Yes. Mask. That you makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And that's by order of the governor. Yeah. You know, that's uh, the governor has simply decided that, you know, you you can be in restaurants, you can be in schools, you can be in saunas, you can be anywhere except your doctor's office, and there you have to wear your mask. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And for those of you who you know come in and bitch at my uh, <laughs> my, my staff, please don't. We yeah. don't have a choice. The governor can shut us down. Okay. If you don't wear a mask, the governor will say Longevity Medical Clinic cannot function. He'll close us. Yes. So. I understand it doesn't make sense. You're right. It's wrong. But they have the power. And the people with the power are in charge. That's just all That's there is to it. That's how it is right yeah, now. You know? Yep. They got the guns. We got the rubber bands. Mm. So, you know, we the guys with the rubber bands obey the guy with the guns. It's pretty simple. <laughs> That's what we do. You do what you got to do, right? I mean, we're watching their website carefully. So as soon as they lift it, we will stop. But, but for the moment, we But have Biden to. has extended the emergency until at least January 15. Mm. And as long as Biden has the emergency extended... You know, Inslee will keep us in a mask. Hmm. That's just the way it works. Okay. All right. Uh, Anything else making news headlines in our health? We're watching the RSV. We're watching flu. Any other things that we need to be concerned about right now as we're entering winter and cold weather? Too many people not coming to Longevity Medical Clinic. There we go. We need to get them up and out. They're getting slower, weaker, fatter, dumber, and their sexuality is fading away. And that's unnecessary. But for some reason, the fools just... You know, we need them. Haven't decided to come in yet, (laughs) and we need them to come in. It's not like that. Don't know enough. (laughs) You know, there's always this thing about. Well, I have a doctor. I do pay for my insurance every year, so why can't they take care of it? And I still hear that all day long. I know. And unfortunately, this is just one of those things that is the normal impact of aging. Yes, aging is the single most important cause of disease and mortality, and people think that they will fix it when they when it's broken. So when yes. they have high cholesterol, when they have a heart attack, they'll go see the doctor. I'll deal with it then. And they probably won't uh, deal with it until they have the heart attack. Yeah. Or until right. they have the cancer. Right. Mm-hmm. And they don't realize that the goal of longevity, and you've got a very nice graphic you were I showing do. I love that graphic. That paper that yes, I gave you yeah. last week. <laughs> yes. That shows that our lifespan, we have a, a health span, a period in which we are not yet sick. And then we have a disease span in which we now are developing heart disease and cognitive decline and kidney dysfunction and arthritis and all these problems are developing. And modern medicine has got very good at extending your, quote, life span because they keep you alive longer during the period in which you're sick. Mm. And the goal of places like longevity is to give you a longer health span without being sick. See, if we can add an extra 10 or 15 years before you develop those diseases of aging, 
Yep. That's what we're shooting for. That's well, right. Yeah. I don't want to let you get sick mm-hmm. and then let you suffer along sick for an extra five years before you die. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, they, so the goal here, there's, so there's two different concepts, health span and lifespan. Life exactly. Lifespan means you're still breathing mm-hmm. no matter how miserable you might be. Mm-hmm. Health span is you're not just breathing, you're running, jumping, leaping, cavorting, and having a fun life. You're, right. you're living. Yes. Yeah. And so living we, your we life. want to stretch that stage out, not just the stage in which you are sick but surviving. Exactly. And that's called healthy aging. So, you know, we're all aging. And yes, with aging will come cancer, heart disease, osteopenia, osteoporosis, degenerative joint diseases. But your doctor will say, well, that's normal. So when you go and you go, hey, you know, check, I have back pain, check my spine. And they go, well, these are normal age-related changes of degenerative disease. And so there's nothing we can do about it. But the other flip side of that is you can actually slow down that degenerative decline of your spine. You just got to take action before it happens. You can slow down the memory loss. You just got to work on it before it happens. Yeah, it's always easier to prevent problems than it is to fix them after they occur. Right. And the problem is most people are in denial until it happens. True. They're like, I'm fine. And then they say, why don't you give me a pill and make it better? Mm -hmm. Well, Make it go away right now. That's a lot harder. Yes. So come see us. Mm-hmm. Before you were in that sick, miserable, not enjoying life stage and mm-hmm. have, having to just drag that out. That's know? right. And, you know, for a lot of people, um, weekdays become very hard because they're working or whatever. So we do have clinic availability on Saturdays mm-hmm. uh, in Kirkland Clinic. We have doctors available on Saturdays and they can see you for new patients and for their own practices. So Saturday hours are through Longevity Medical Clinic is a brand new thing. And I I have a feeling it'll become very popular quickly, but right now there's plenty now, there's of availability. Yeah, well, yeah. It just, just <laughs> opened just up. Just opened up. That's <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have medical assistants in, front desk team in, so they're there. And if you want to be seen and you're, you know, tired of putting this off, you can call and we will uh, be able to see you on Saturday. Yep. That's a yeah. good thing. And we've had our uh, Dr. Pentland in on our show a couple of times. That's He's right. one of the doctors that is available to see you. On yes. Saturdays, yes. That's right. Dr. Peter Pentland Saturdays. is available on Saturdays, as is Dr. Irina. Love and, that. And uh, they split the Saturdays, and they're both taking new patients. Wonderful. And that's good. something you don't hear right now. No. <laughs> You're not hearing it. We can refer I you, know. but we're not taking new patients. Everybody's <gasps> oh. telling me it's taking them months and months to yes. get anywhere. So call Longevity. Get on the calendar. And you know what? If you're kind of wondering, well, how am I? Where am I? Am I normal? What's going to happen to me? Those are some of the questions that you can get answered by coming in for your free health analysis appointment. And all you have to do is schedule that at 866-86-YOUNG, 866-86-YOUNG, or you can go online to lmclinic.com. Now, the free health analysis appointment is simply uh, a couple of tests, a blood test and an in-body test. And your health advocate can tell you and let you know what you're at risk for, things that you could be dealing with down the line, diabetes, cancers, dementia, Alzheimer's, sexual dysfunction, and all of those things we talk to uh, our listeners about on the show every single Saturday. Now, there's another panel that you do pay for. That's a blood test, and that is $600-ish or just under. And that will give you so much information about what is happening to you, why 
why you're feeling this way, why you're slowing down, why you're getting weaker. And, and like, mostly what we can do about yes, it. Yes, and right. mostly <clears throat> what the doctors can make a plan and get you feeling better, get you stronger and faster, leaner, smarter, and sexier. And in uh, Kirkland and Linwood, the mm-hmm. health analysis visits are conducted by the doctors themselves now. So we've okay. made a big change. You don't see a health advocate. You will actually see the doctor, and they will talk to you about what they see. They'll tell you about what to expect from us. Mm-hmm. And then if you do decide to go ahead and have the blood draw, then you'll see the same provider. The same doctor will see you again and go over your lab. So there's a familiarity. You've already spent time with them. You already know them. And this is your doctor who will be taking care of you. So Absolutely. they know what brought you in, and then they can target your labs, read to you what they see, and what they find is an area where we can help you. Absolutely. And they talk to you. They answer your questions Mm -hmm. and they explain what's going on to you. You get more than just that four minute check. Six minutes when the doctor pops in and out at your regular doctor appointment. It's an hour with our longevity doctors. Sounds good, huh? Here's the number to call 866-86-YOUNG to make that health analysis appointment. 866-86-YOUNG or go to lmclinic.com. We're going to take a quick break right here and we've got some callers on the line we will be back with you john and jeff and carl you hang on the line we'll be back with dr mixon and dr umat in just a moment stay right there aging gracefully is a terrible option Learn to live to your fullest potential. It's a lot more fun. Call with your question at 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. Stay tuned for more. Is chronic pain beginning to make your everyday life a challenge? Then consider the only doctor with over 30 years of experience in pain medicine techniques, including stem cell therapy. That's Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, with Eastside Pain and Regenerative Medicine. Here's what a satisfied patient had to say. Yeah, I started about like a year and a half ago. Uh, I started having some sharp pain in my left hip. It's getting tough to climb upstairs, uh, tough to play with the kids. Everybody was kind of pointing towards the same thing of, you know, you had to get a hip replacement. And Dr. Nelson's great about saying, hey, you know, there's there's different types of medicine out there that we can help fix this without surgery. Six to eight weeks later, you start to realize like, oh, I, I can climb a stair. It was really actually kind of great after that eight week mark, like oh, I can start doing things. So definitely see the results pretty quick. Don't let pain take control of your life. Consider stem cell therapy with Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, 425-823-4000. That's 425-823-4000. Or you can find Dr. Daniel Nelson online at DanielNelsonMD.com. We decided we needed something to make us feel um, younger and healthier. I didn't want to do it by myself. I knew that Larry had to come with me. Since I've uh, become a longevity patient, I just feel wonderful now. You have absolutely nothing to lose and everything to gain. Longevity uh, is a miracle for us. As we stroll along together, holding hands, walking all We're back. 
It's Leading Edge Medicine. My name is Lynette, along with Dr. Samira Umat in the studio, Dr. Jerry Nixon. And we are taking your calls this morning. Don't be shy. Give us a call if you have a question about a diagnosis or maybe something you're going through. You don't quite understand. Uh, maybe some symptoms. It's like, okay, what's going on, doctors? Here's the number to call to get through today. 800 465 Seven zero. Okay, we are going to head to Maple Valley right now. We have John on the line. Hi there, John. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Um, I have a question regarding um, BPH. I'm researching okay. a couple different procedures, and I know in the past I've heard you, Doctor Mixon, say that if you had to do it, you'd go for the resume. My urologist is pushing the Eurolift. Um, He says he's doing both and that he has sort of equal um, uh, success with them. But Mm -hmm. I have researched the PAE that's being done. And I think it was pioneered out of University of Miami Medical School. And I was wondering if you know much about that or know anybody around here who does that. I don't know anybody here doing it. Uh, that doesn't mean they don't do it. It's just I'm not a, yeah. I'm not familiar with anybody that is. So yeah. I, I, I can't I help you much it, with I that one. I found a name of somebody at UW. No, hang on. Who, yeah, Dr. Mixon, we do know somebody at UW who does the uh, psoriatic artery embolization. Oh, yeah, that, Dr. Johnson. Yeah. Dr. Yeah. Johnson, yeah. But the thing is, it's very expensive. Because it's your, uh, it's radiology and not urology who does that, it's very expensive. He's a radiologist. He's not yes. a urologist, right? Yeah. Right? yeah so it, it's it, an it, interventional it, it, radiology. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, let, let's stop here for a second and let everybody else know what we're talking about, okay? The, the prostatic arterial embolization is a, is a procedure in which a catheter is run up through your femoral artery in your, in, your, in your groin. They run this catheter into the blood supply, the arterial supply to the prostate, and they inject a foam or some little micro beads that plugs up the, the uh, blood supply to the artery. Or to the uh, to the prostate, and so most of the prostate dies, shrivels yeah. up, and gets reabsorbed by your body. Uh-huh. Okay, um, you're right. It is a pricey ex- procedure simply because uh, urologists do the other procedures. Right. This one, by the way, does have a very low complication rate. Mm. The complications when they occur, though, uh, tend to be perforation of an artery, and so on. so these yeah. th- those can be kind of big when they happen, but they don't happen often. Uh, the procedure's been around probably since the late 90s uh, as a research thing. Right. I saw the first papers coming out of Australia. Uh, then there were two or three centers here, and now Dr. Johnson has been doing it, oh golly, I don't know, at least four or five years, I think. Um, and then, remember, we used to talk about it a lot before Resume became more popular, and then yes. Resume came out of research, and insurance started paying for Resume. And the beauty about Resume is that it also kills some of the cancer cells, so yes. they started going towards that much more. Now, recurrence rate is high with Resume as well, mm-hmm. but they are being paid paid for in, by insurance carriers. I don't know if PAH is being paid by insurance much, but it's very expensive. I had a patient look into it, and it was 
several thousands of dollars into mm-hmm. multiples of thousands. Yeah. Um, and then there is another one where they're now trying to use cold, so cryo. Uh, but that's, I don't know anybody here who's doing it just yet. I know it's available on the East Coast in Florida, mm-hmm. but I'm not aware of anyone here doing cryo because resume is heat. But let me, let me explain why I like the resume. Okay, over the others. Um, one is sim- uh, accessibility and cost. Yeah. Insurance covers the resume quite nicely. Uh, the other thing is that when you when you use the more traditional uh, methods, you destroy the prostatic urethra, that that tube that carries the urine from the bladder down through the penis, where that urethra tube goes through the prostate in order to cut out most of the prostate, you end up destroying that section of the urethra. Right. And you have to then heal enough to form a pseudo-urethra, basically made out of scar and granulation tissue or, and instead of epithelium. Um, and that's slow and it requires a catheter for quite a while. The resume doesn't usually require a catheter afterwards, although maybe sometimes if you get enough swelling for a few days, you might need one. But it's, it's not like the old surgical procedures. Um, the pulmonary arterial embolization, in theory, should kill virtually the entire prostate, including any cancer in it. So that really should get a a higher cancer cure if you've got an occult cancer you don't know about than the resume. Because the resume, you're only killing little pieces of the prostate. The pulmonary embolization, you kill the vast majority of the prostate. Prostatic artery embolization. Yeah. Yeah. What did I say? Pulmonary. pulmonary. Oh, pulmonary. No, no, we don't. We don't want pulmonary. The heart. That's, no, that's killing the lungs. We don't want. We don't kill the lungs. No. Okay. No prostatic <laughs> embolization, not, not pulmonary. Yeah. Okay. You had to excuse me today, guys. I am just a little bit jet lagged. I didn't get home till after midnight last night, and I was up at five this morning. So. Whoa. <laughs> and he came from sunny Florida into the cold of the Northwest. That's right. I think I see a tan. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. Yeah, we, well, um, I think, go ahead. I, I was going to say, I, I think that kind of answers my question, but um, the yeah. the Euro, I, I think the, Euro. the resume is better than the Eurolift. But yes. I gotta, yeah. I'm trying to win my urologist new. over on that idea. Yeah, yeah. the resume um, procedure is newer than Eurolift. Eurolift came along yeah. first, and it was popular back in the day. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah. the results were not as good as they were hoping they would be. That's exactly right. You know, they, right. it was sold as a as a minimally invasive sort of procedure. Yeah, and uh, and it worked pretty good. And it was the best option for about 18 months, two years. But then when Resume mm-hmm. came along, uh, most of us have shifted our preference away from the Eurolift to the right. Resume. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it sounds like um, that's probably the path I should push him towards, which I, I think yep. it won't take much pushing. Yeah. But, uh, well, if he does them both, you know. It's, I mean, oh, he, and, well, he's basically saying that in his patient pool, so to speak, he's had just a tiny bit more success with Eurolift. He's, okay. he's and they're almost equal. Yeah. All but right. he, you know, it's like it's like less than one or two percent. Yeah. Better. So that's the only reason he's pushing a little bit that way. Yeah. But okay. I'm sure he'll find going either way. 
All right. Go for it. All right. Well, get, I get that prostate it. going and, um, and empty that bladder. Yeah. Yeah, right. All right. Thank you. Uh, there we take go. Care, sir. Good now. luck. Thank you, John. All right. Phone lines are filled up this morning. Let's head to Olala. We have Jeff with a question for the doctors. Good morning, Jeff. Yeah, good morning, people. I'm not slogging around on the trail like I do all the time. That's right. You want to see, I got called a combination. You know, I've slowed down since I'm 65, six now. It's kind of a combination of running, jogging, walking, so I call it slogging. Slogging. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, but you're still moving. That's, That's a right. great thing. Keep it going. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll describe why I should be a patient to you and why I think people should take advantage of your uh, medical, free medical analysis. I was feeling terrible in June, so, you know, I've got the typical insurance card and I hadn't been to the doctor, so I called the doctor's office and I said, well, I feel terrible. You know, I'm coughing or whatever. And I said, can I make an appointment to come in? And they said, well, have you been vaccinated? And I said, well, no. Well, we can't see you. So I called my insurance company and got I got assigned to another doctor. And I said, well, I feel terrible. One kind of come in. That was about two weeks out. So by the time I, two weeks out, I was, you know, feeling okay again. So I said, okay, well, I'll make myself. I haven't had a physical exam since 2019. So I said, okay, well, I'll get one. I called and said, I want to get a physical exam. You know, wellness exam covered by your insurance. And they said, well, you've got to come in for a, a meet and greet first. You know, you come in like, like, like you're buying a car or something. Yeah. So I came in for the meet. <laughs> I came in for the meet and greet. I had my copy of my 2019, you know, work or whatever. He looked at it. And said, oh, well, yeah, I need you need to be on metformin. You need a statin. You're obese. And I'm going, oh, great. Yeah, I mean, this is really... I've been in here for less than five minutes. He's told me all this. And he has to fill out a, uh, fill out one of those mental health questionnaires. Yeah. You know, and he, I feel, then he comes back and goes, oh, shows here that you're slightly depressed. And I go, well, isn't about everybody in America depressed with Biden? And he, he, he didn't even laugh. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. <laughs> he says, uh, I said, he goes, you're slightly depressed. He goes, well, do you want to see someone? Would you like me to prescribe something? So in 20 minutes, this guy wanted me to be on metformin, a statin. I'm obese. He took my blood pressure, borderline high, and he wants me on an antidepressant. I said, oh my God. What have I been for the last 45 years for? This guy told me I'm a sad sack, you know. It was just really a turnoff. Yeah. I mean, that's why... <laughs> You just qualified yourself as a typical American. There you go. <laughs> I'll tell you what. And hold on a minute. We, it's it's a half hour, so we've got to take a little break. Mm-hmm. But we will be right back, and we'll, we'll talk to you again when we get back. Okay? That's right, Jeff. Hold on. Wow. Okay. Your phone calls today, Leading Edge Medicine. You can get through on the phone lines at 800-465-8770. We'll be back with Dr. Mixon, Dr. Umat, and Jeff on the line in just a moment. Stay right there. Leading Edge Medicine. 
Listen to past programs by going to lmclinic.com. Call in now at 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. Pete Talbot here again for a good friend of mine. Dr. Michael Gilbert of Northwest Vision Institute in Bellevue and Kirkland. My wife Vicki and I have been seeing him for over 20 years. But most importantly, Michael and his entire medical team are simply amazing, offering what virtually no other clinics offer, an advanced ocular exam. Honestly, it's like Dr. McCoy on Star Trek compared to the typical eye exam you're used to. For nearly 40 years now, I've been researching and interviewing physicians throughout the country, and I can tell you... Whether it's LASIK, RLE, refractive cataract surgery, retina, or dry eye problems, without question. Dr. Gilbert and all the doctors at Northwest Vision Institute are some of the most advanced in the Pacific Northwest. To schedule your advanced ocular exam, go to nwvision.com, nwvision.com, or you can call 425-450-2020, 425-450-2020. I think it's uh, visualize your final uh, 10, 20 years of life. You know, what would it be worth to you to uh, feel great all that time and probably live longer? I know you don't really claim that, but have a higher quality of life in your final 10 or 20 years. What would that be worth? Either you have the exact result you want or a good reason not to. So drop the reason. I'm too busy. You're going to absolutely love it. My love must be a kind of blind love. I can't see anyone but you. Jeff, right here. And that's so fun. Good morning, Leading Edge Medicine, Dr. Jerry Mixon in the studio, Dr. Samira Umat. My name is Lynette, and we're talking with Jeff on the line as he's uh, walking those nature trails early this morning and explaining the the really bad, uh, (laughs) really bad appointment you had with your uh, medical provider. Okay, so Jeff, we got a couple more minutes. Go ahead, let us know what's going on. I was going to say, with these modern insurance companies, your your primary care physician that you're assigned to, they drop out of the program all the time. So I've had like mm-hmm. at least mm-hmm. four last ten years. So you, That's true. you never really get mm-hmm. any kind of history, any consistency kind of history. Yeah, one provider, so, so you don't know what mm-hmm. you're getting. That's like true. The, this last two, he had all he wanted to do was pump pharmaceutical items, and I'm just thinking, my God. It doesn't say anything about trying to change your lifestyle or anything like that. Just take drugs. And I, I told him, I said, well, I'm not taking drugs. I, I won't, you know, I'm not, I'm not a leadite. I, won't, I need to yeah. take something, I will. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. said, I'm not a paid by Dr. Mixon when he says, well, people, and I just did it yesterday. I went out and, you know, had to get, do some uh, car service. So it was uh-huh. $500. So people, you know, you always say, well, people spend X amount on this. Yes. When it comes yeah. to the health, they won't spend the money. So I, I guess I'm a, you know, I need to get one of your free medical now. Absolutely. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that was that was actually one of the things that triggered me to quit my insurance pro or carrier, sort of carrier yeah. back when I was a, a country doc. Yeah. Was that <clears throat> I had a washing machine drain that stopped draining. 
and uh, the plumber came out and he fished a a wad of uh, lint and stuff out of the drain. And this isn't a metaphor, Dr. Mixon, right? This is real real. with the washing machine. Okay. Yeah. And the visit cost me $600 out of of pocket to fish lint out of the washing machine drain. And and I got to thinking, I thought, you know what? I had at that point had been in medicine for 25 years. Yeah. And no one had ever walked in the office and paid me $600 for anything for 15 minutes work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they expected the insurance company to pay for it. And if they had to pay more than a $20 copay, they were really PO'd about it. Right. And so I thought, you know what? I think I'm worth at least as much as the plumber. Right. Yes. Well, you need to think, <laughs> and so, right. And you think about it, you know, the same thing is happening to your clogged arteries as well. Yes. And then someday mm-hmm. they will get blocked and then somebody will have to fish something out. Well, why not preemptively make sure that yes. they don't clog up in the first place? But, you know, as I got thinking about it, I, I, I realized that in a modern America, yes, people believe that the doctor is worth less yeah. than their auto mechanic, mm-hmm. their electrician. Don't forget their, their pets. plumber. Their pets. Their pets. Oh, yeah. They'll, you know, I mean, they'll pay out of pocket for everybody except the doctor mm-hmm. because somehow someone else is supposed to pay for their body. But everything else in the house, from the painters to the roofers to the gardeners to the whatever, they'll pay out of pocket. Yeah. And I just said, you know, I'm not going to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back and work for the patient, not yes. the insurance company. Mm-hmm. And if people don't value me as much as they value their mechanic, well, then go let them go. Let the mechanic take care of their bodies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and you know, yes. and then people ask sometimes, well, why can't you do this? Well, through the insurance network, you have to justify every blood test, every procedure, every visit, and, and you have to justify it to the insurance companies, yes. not not yes. science, not to the patient. Yeah, to the insurance carrier. To the insurance carrier, and the insurance carrier makes their money by. Collecting premiums, not right. by paying claims. Yes, and so they decline the claims, and so the patient is caught in the middle. The, the doctor yes. says, you need this, and the insurance says, well, no, we're not paying for it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I went to New York City, oh golly, 20-some years ago, and I went up onto the observation deck at the top of... Uh, oh, the Empire State uh, the Empire Building, State you were Building. up there. Yeah, okay. yeah, you know, the same place where... Set, where Sleepless in Seattle. Well, I stood up there, but I was there for a little bit. I was looking around and I noticed that every skyscraper skyscraper surrounding that building was owned by an insurance company. <laughs> there's the John Hancock building. There's the MetLife building. There's a, oh, that's right. And every single skyscraper in Manhattan is owned by an insurance company. Yeah. And I'm saying something's wrong with this picture. Well, their CEOs are making plenty of money. There oh, yeah. we go. $40 yeah. million dollars a year to be oh, CEO of MetLife. Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. But you know, Jeff, when you earlier described your 15 minute visit and the number of medications and I said, well, welcome to being average in America. That is actually a statistic. Those are Medicare statistics that in a seven minute visit, you will be prescribed several medications and an average 
average 60-year-old patient does take four to five prescription medications. They're started on them for a reason, and then they develop side effects, and then the doctor gives them more medications to counteract the side effects of the original medications. Yeah. Oh. So that's actually a known statistic. And yeah. as we get older, we are taking more and more prescription drugs, and they do have side effects. Every drug has a yeah. side effect. For instance, yeah. you know, he's talking to you about your, he said, well, we think you're a bit depressed. Let me put you on some medication. Well, the problem is the antidepressant medications make you gain weight. And so now you're already you're already in the obese range, yeah. and he's going to give you a drug for your depression that's going to make you fatter. And it's going to get more depressed. Yes. Yeah. Well, no. vicious. And, and we and you know their efficacy is questionable as well. So they yes. bounce you around from one to to the other to see which one is going to be more right. effective. Mm. Yep. Mm. Jeff, it sounds like you need to come see us. <laughs> The final comment I had, if you want to watch a great movie about the medical system, it's an old one, 1968, The Hospital with George C. Scott. All right, I saw it. Hey, interesting. (laughs) All right. Hey, Jeff, we've got to run. We've got some more callers waiting on the line. Thank you for calling in, and thank you for your great comments. All right. Thank you so much. We lost him there. Okay. Lost him for just a second. This is Leading Edge Medicine, and you too can get through just like Jeff and John this morning, 800-465-8770. Carl from uh, Houston. Carl from Houston calling in. Houston, uh, Carl, do you have a problem? Got it, Houston. Uh, You've you probably never heard that before. (laughs) Sorry. I love all things space, so. I'm yeah. curious about something. Can you, can you hear me all right? Yes, we hear you yes. just fine, sir. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I've heard like over the last 50 or 60 years that the average testosterone level in the American male has gone down to like half of what it was, something like that. I'm mm-hmm. wondering if the doctor has any pet theories as to why that's happening. It perplexes the heck out of me. You know, I've gone back and looked at the numbers from the 1960s. Men in their in their 50s and early 60s in the 1960s had testosterone levels that we are now seeing in men in their late 30s and to mid 40s. So, yeah, uh, there's a generational shift uh, over the course of the last 60 years that uh, men today have testosterone levels of men tw- 20 years their senior uh, a generation or more ago. And we don't really know why it's happening. Um, You know, there's a lot of theories, and and my guess is it's going to turn out to be more than one thing. Uh, For instance, physical activity, exercise, uh, working muscles tends to raise testosterone levels. And testosterone tends to give you more muscle, and more muscle means you, you know, are more energetic and don't get tired as much, and so you do more exercise. So that's a kind of a virtuous cycle. The more testosterone you got, the the more muscle you get. The more muscle you get, the more energy you get, because you know strong muscles don't get weak or don't get tired. And so our sedentary society is probably part of what's happening to lower our testosterone load is we're just not making it as much because we're not as physically active and don't have as much muscle mass. The other thing I'm thinking about is we are a an obese society. And there is an enzyme in 
fat, especially in abdominal fat, that men tend to to lay. You know, women tend to put their fat on on their butt first, their butt and their thighs, and then it moves upward as they go. Um, men, we start it with our bellies because we have beta estrogen receptors instead of alpha receptors, and those beta receptors shift us towards abdominal fat. But abdominal abdominal fat contains an enzyme called aromatase that converts testosterone into estrogen. Okay, and and so the estrogen makes us fatter because of the est- the beta estrogen receptors that men have, and so when men do make testosterone, fat men make more turn more of their testosterone into estrogen. The estrogen makes them fatter, which turns more of their testosterone into estrogen. <laughs> which, by the way, now they they have high estrogen, high body fat less exercise, they're weaker, they make less muscle, and so they make less testosterone. So our lifestyle issues, I think, have a lot to do with it. What about our diet, Jerry? The diet is is another one, just because we are eating more and more processed food, more high-calorie, low-density, low-fiber foods, and, of course, that helps shift us further towards obesity. Um there's also the plasticizers. We have these these xenoestrogens. See, an estrogen is not a chemical. There's it's a class of chemicals, and there are dozens and dozens of different estrogens in this world. And the xenoestrogens are estrogens that have never been found in any animal on Earth. They are totally artificial estrogens, but they are actually present in many of the plasticizers. When you buy bottled water and you get that very soft, squishy bottle, it's very high in plasticizers. That's why it it gets soft. Mm. The softer it is, the higher the plasticizer content, and you're probably absorbing some of that into the water. Right. (laughs) Which means you're drinking these xenoestrogens that uh, interfere with the metabolism of real-type human estrogens estrogens as well as testosterones. So I think there's a lot of things going on. Anything about, you know, because we eat a lot of meat generally, um, organic versus non-organic meats, hormone-treated animals. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Obviously, they are using growth hormones, for instance, in the dairy cows in an effort to get them to produce more, Mm -hmm. more milk. And some of that comes across into us. How much of that would lower testosterone, I don't know, because human growth hormone tends to raise testosterone production. Mm. Okay? But the fatter you are, the more sedentary you are, the less growth hormone you make. Mm. Mm. And so the dropping growth hormone levels in our society are also implicated in the, the lower testosterone. So I think there's a whole lot of stuff going on yeah. that uh, is, just, is just kind of additive. By the way, I, I love your accent. I, I get down to I get down to Texas fairly often. I go down and meet with Glenn Beck and his team from time to time. Oh. So, so I always I always enjoy well. the the Texas the Texan drawl. Yes, yeah. it is a drawl. By the way, I downloaded I downloaded your diet. I guess this is what you call the anti-inflammatory diet. It was yeah. off uh-huh. the Relief Factor website. Right. It's about mm-hmm. ninety-five pages. Is that the one? Is that the one you call the anti-inflammatory? diet wouldn't be shocked yeah there you go yes uh, i noticed you don't i, I noticed you discourage soybeans uh, yeah any reason ah. for that 
Ooh, yes. good question. Good and you know question. what, Carl? We got to take a little break. You hear the music. Yes. But yeah, my wife is Chinese, so we get a fair bit of soy in my house. So yeah, we'll talk about it when we'll we get talk back. talk about that and the anti-inflammatory diet with Dr. Mixon and Dr. Umat. We'll be right back after this break. And Mark, we lost you. Get back on that phone and we'll take your question next. 800-465-8770. And back with Carl in just a moment. Stay right there. Leading Edge Medicine. Leading Edge Medicine. Don't believe the lie that you have to fall apart at the normal rate and see what your options really are at lmclinic.com. Stay tuned for more. Longevity Medical Clinic is happy to announce that Longevity Development, the business and marketing arm of Longevity Medical Clinic, has entered a strategic management relationship with Paramount Pharmacy. As a medical clinic, we cannot tell anyone where they have to go to fill their compounded prescriptions. We can only make suggestions. But for the last two years, we have referred our patients to Paramount Pharmacy for three key reasons. Excellent quality control excellent pricing, and excellent customer service. And now, due to our new management oversight and relationship, Longevity Development and Paramount are actually working together to better serve our patients. A team approach to better health care. It truly can make a difference. And now, to celebrate and to convince you that we truly feel we can better serve your health needs while saving you money, Paramount has agreed to make an offer to all new patients willing to give Paramount a try. On your first prescription only, Paramount is offering you a 90-day supply for their 30-day cost. That's right, a 90-day prescription for the 30-day cost. All you need to do is call Paramount at 425-251-1660. It's as simple as that. Call 425-251-1660. We'd just like to encourage your audience that has them to take a look at it. I honestly, you say 10 to 15 years on your advertisements. I think I feel better than I felt 30 years ago. Many a tear has to fall, but it's all in the game. And we are back, and we're not playing games, no, because we're talking about your health. That's right. Hi there, I'm Lynette Morgan, along with Dr. Jerry Mixon and a dancing Dr. Samira Umad. Boy, does she have the moves. Got a little twist action going on. Studio, yes. Yes. uh, That music's a little slow for the twist. Whatever. We'll work on that. I'm so deaf, I'm so musically not inclined. (laughs) I just move. I like got the the dance moves. So you're good with that. This is Leading Edge Medicine and Dance Show this morning. 800-465-8770 is that number to call with your health questions or dance move suggestions with the doctors. 800-465-8770. And Mark, uh, go ahead and give us a call back. We'd love to get you on next. Right now, though, we do have Carl on the line. He said he went to our website, downloaded the anti-inflammatory diet. Mm-hmm. And now wonders about soybeans. Is that right, Carl? Yes. Okay. Soy uh, contains phytoestrogens. 
Uh, in fact, most beans do, actually. Um, these are plant estrogens. They're very weak compared to human estrogens. Uh, and so they don't normally cause a problem unless you consume very, very large quantities of them. But in men that are already overweight, uh, I don't like him to use a whole lot of soy because, the, the, as I pointed out with the last caller, the, the, or I guess the last segment, the, the fat is already converting testosterone into estrogen yeah. and adding even a weak zinc, or a phytoestrogen on top of that yeah. just complicates the situation. Well, also, Jerry, isn't it true that um, Caucasians cannot metabolize that soy protein as efficiently as because of That's the enzymic, right. en- enzymatic pathways. Yes. Um, Asians can metabolize it better. And Far more efficiently. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, for can. them to eat it regularly, and they're leaner, generally speaking. Um, yeah, and we are the fattest country on earth. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, but they, it is a good source of protein, though, a vegetarian is. source no, it, of protein. It's a healthy yeah. protein. Yeah. And, you know, we eat some soy in our house, but then again, I'm not overweight. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, my wife makes me stay pretty lean. Um, and I, I am very grateful to her for that. My wife has got a very interesting diet aid for me. <laughs> um, whenever I get out of the shower, if she sees any sag on my belly... She takes one finger, she waves it in the air, she reaches out, she taps me on that little belly, and she says, fat. (laughs) Now, I understand this is one of those very subtle Chinese chick sort of things, but as Caucasians go, I'm a pretty perceptive guy. So when she taps me on the belly and, and says fat in a disdainful tone of voice, I understand that she thinks I need to lose that extra pound or two. So, <laughs> so I can afford some soy in my diet. <laughs> oh my goodness! Thank so you. much. Well, yeah. I need to get one of those Chinese wives, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to tell you, this one treats me as though I am the most valuable creature on earth. I have never been catered to so much in my life. We've been married for 18 years now, and I absolutely adore the woman. So. <laughs> He's just been what away, guys, okay? Back, he just doctor. came home from being away for a few days. <laughs> I'm sorry, what did you say, sir? Uh, this is all really great feedback. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome. Take care, sir. No, thank you for calling. Bye-bye. You know, um, Jerry, the, a point that he, this gentleman raised is that um, we don't pay enough attention to diet, so the other caller today yes. too said you know his primary care provider didn't even mention lifestyle and health related yeah. issues and um, sometimes uh, it is the foundation of what makes us sick and we at our clinics are really in tune with how do you manage the foundation and then move upwards and so if we can help you make a few accommodations in your diet it can really turn the trajectory of your future we can help you turn the corner without being hit by a bus yes um, and that is really important for you to understand that what we could we are what we eat you know that has now been crystallized in my brain mm-hmm. and i'm every day i realize more and more of it and sure i'm not a perfect eater i'm not vegetarian by any stretch of the imagination but i have leaned more and more towards a holistic plant-based diet mm-hmm. and sometimes when i mention that to my patients and they'll go what do you mean i can't even have chicken and turkey 
whole food plant-based does not include chicken and turkey, but you can take baby steps to improve. And it depends sure. upon what you're treating. Well, and I have chicken and I have beef and I yeah. have pork and I have turkey. And But again, it's it's amounts and frequency. And it's also what is wrong with you in the first place. Yes. If you have significant coronary artery disease, we all know that a change in your diet can reverse your symptoms. Dr. Dean Ornish Dean Ornish's lifetime of work has shown that. Absolutely. And he's published it time and time again. He has got some wonderful arteriograms of the carotid arteries, those great big arteries that go up your neck to your brain. And he's got studies showing these, these arteries at 90% narrowed because wow. of plaque. And he put these people on a, a very specialized diet. And I admit it's a rigorous, miserable diet. It's I went horrible. on it once yeah. upon a time. Oh, wow. <laughs> you, have to, you have to approach it with a religious fervor. Yeah. But in over an 18-month period, he opened up these 90% narrowed arteries to 50% narrowed. Yeah. Wow. And that made a big difference in blood sure. flow to the brain. Mm-hmm. And that was in 18 months. And had they continued the diet another 18 months or done it for a lifetime, it may have totally cleaned them out. Yeah. But the studies that he published just showed an, you know, an 18-month period. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, diet makes an enormous difference. It really does. And l- let me explain something to folks a little bit about my favorite thing. My favorite thinking on on diet and diet timing, food timing. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I eat two meals a day, generally. Now, if I go out for business dinners, I can't sit at the table while you know the other people they are eat eating steak. That's right, and they do feed me steak too. <laughs> Big, luscious, wonderful Texas steaks. <laughs> Fellow from Houston. And oh, with Texas toast. <laughs> yeah. right. Oh, only in Texas, though. That's right. With butter laid it on top of it, maybe, yeah. or a little pork fat. But yeah. only again, only in Texas. Or, oh, not every <laughs> Here's the point. <laughs> I eat a big breakfast, mm-hmm. but then I go out and I do a few miles on the trail. You know, and some days I only walk, other days I run. But it, it doesn't matter whether you walk or run, really. Running burns the calories faster just because you're running for a shorter period of time. It's distance times weight is the energy consumption. You burn the same number of calories walking three miles as you do from running three miles. So if you can't run, don't worry about it. Okay, hoof it that three miles, you'll burn the same number of calories uh, as that runner. You just won't do it as fast. It may take you 45 minutes and it took him, you know, seven minutes, Mm -hmm. but you end up burning the same. Um, The other thing is, and we have our second meal, usually mid-afternoon. I don't eat in the evenings. And the reason I don't eat in the evenings is that when you go to sleep at night, your metabolism is going to drop to its lowest point in a 24-hour period. You're going to be burning the fewest calories you're going to burn, but you are going to burn energy. You need energy to stay awake from the night. If you eat in the evening, if you're one of these people snacking right up until bedtime, you've got food in your gut, and that energy is being digested and coming into the system. But your body has to do something with the energy. And your metabolism is now at its lowest point for the 24-hour day. So what it does is it grabs those extra energy coming in and converts it to fat. 
and stores it for later. Yeah. Mm. I guess the only exception, Jerry, wouldn't be people who kind of work out later in the day, like they go to the gym or whatever. If if you go out and run a mile or you do really heavy weightlifting, you're going to boost your metabolism for about six hours. Mm -hmm. And so Ah. your metabolism will be higher through the night if you're an evening exerciser. But you also may have more trouble going to sleep. Sleep, exactly. Ah, that's true. Because you've boosted your metabolism. Yeah. So it's a, you know, it's a virtue, but also a negative because... Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking, it was actually published recently as well about working out late at night, also thinking about a lot of people who can't work out in the daytime, and so should they work out at night? And the answer is yes, work out whenever you get a chance to work out. Yeah, Exercise is good whenever you can do it. Just recognize that if you do it right before bed, you may have trouble going to sleep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then you need to go to Relief, Relief Factor website and buy our Sleep by Relief Factor, which is a new product I just just work out. out to yes. fatigue. <laughs> or just work out to fatigue so until you're, so you're tired. Right. Go to sleep. <laughs> but my, the other point is if you, oh, we're going to break here in a second. Mm-hmm. If you go to bed with an empty stomach, mm-hmm. there's nothing in your gut. There's yeah. no energy coming in the system. Mm-hmm. Your metabolism is slow, but it's still there. Yeah. You are not going to die in the night. Where are you going to get the energy to stay alive till sunup? You're going to burn fat. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and every night you're either burning fat because there's no energy coming in or you're making fat Story because day. you're still digesting food. Right. Hmm. Which right. one? Yes. Yes. If you want to get thin, you need to go to bed with an empty gut. Yeah. There you go. We're going to talk a little bit more about this and take your questions. The phone line's wide open for you. Room for your questions on Leading Edge Medicine with Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samiri Umat. Here's that number to call right now. It's 800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. We'll be right back with our number two of Leading Edge Medicine in just a moment. 